Welcome to Potter Familias, coming to you from Fairhope, Alabama. I'm Todd Sylvester. And I'm Stefan Sylvester. You do a lot of day trips with your family, don't you? Yeah, we do, because of nap time. Huh? Because of nap time, all our kids nap at the same time. Wait, so you drive them around so that they'll sleep in the car? Or? No, no, no. So we we would do more traveling if it wasn't for the kids' napping schedule. Oh, okay. But yes, we do a lot of like morning trips, and then we have to be back by a certain time because we know that Sam, our youngest, will melt down if he doesn't get to bed by about 12.30. 12.45 is pushing it. What's your favorite day trip destination? Locally? Yeah. I like going to Five Rivers. And what do you all do there? It's For just, our listeners that have no idea what yeah, you're it's, about. Yeah, it's a nature conservatory, and it is down on the causeway. Uh, here in Baldwin County, there's two ways to get back to the big city of Mobile. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a city. But you can take the Bayway, which is the interstate. That's a raised bridge that goes over the bay. Or you can take the causeway, which is the much older water level. Uh, what, what would that be called? A bridge still? Kind it's a road, a road that goes over the water. I don't Roadish. know. If you go down to the causeway, then that's where you can see the delta because this area of Alabama has one of the largest deltas, or I guess one of the most diverse deltas, which is the part where a river starts to split and it's the area on top of a bay. And so they built a nature preserve right next to it. And so you can go up into the delta with a canoe and go see things. That's not what we do. When we go to the the five river center. We go in and look at all the stuffed animals, like literal animals that have been stuffed. And <laughs> there's a bunch of live reptiles that the kids can look at. And sometimes the snakes are moving and they, they think that's really cool. That is cool. And then there's all these nature trails. So if the weather is nice, then we can go take a walk. Nice. That's cool. You spend hours doing that. It's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's punch it up. Let's do it. Let's do this thing. I was trying to remember the first time that I ever heard the term man up because I had heard when I was growing up, be a man, Mm -hmm. you know, like be a man. But I I don't remember the first time I heard the term man up. I don't think it was when I was growing up. Like, do you remember the first time you ever heard it? Uh, I vaguely remember hearing it when I was a kid in the nineties, mm-hmm. but even then it was sort of new. Like, I don't remember hearing it at all before I was probably nine or 10. But as a, as a young man, as you're growing up and going through your teenage years and then taking on more responsibilities and maturing and so forth, mm-hmm. I, I think the definition is very similar. On, on what people mean when they say oh, yeah. either be a man or man up or... Yeah, it sounds familiar in terms of like, I, I maybe have not heard exactly those words before from somebody, but I know what they're saying. And okay, so is, what are they saying? Well, they're saying that you should... Uh, all right, so some of this is going to depend on the situation, but from what I understand, they are normally trying to get you to do something that is generally perceived to be masculine. Okay, like what? Like what kind of characteristics? Would you well, I can. Th- I mean, I can think of a ton of different situations where you, where someone would say this to someone else, like "man up" and 
be a good father or like man up and jump off this bridge with me or I mean <laughs> those are two very different things that's my point you can use this phrase to mean a lot of different things did you not think about this topic at all before I did, we came here I did but I I looked at it in a in a good way i wasn't thinking of oh my gosh were you never a teenager steal this candy bar with me were you never dude were you never a teenager do you know how many bad things people tried to goad me into by being like just be a man like man up and do it um they didn't say be a man this wasn't like buying drugs it was mostly like yeah jump from that really high thing or like they would say that to me but open your car door while you're driving hang on but they wouldn't say man up they would say don't be a chicken which I don't think is the same thing. No, so it's situational. And it wasn't like every situation called for somebody saying man up. But there were a lot of times where it was a physical activity, a physical thing that you were supposed to do that maybe you didn't want to do, like you were afraid. Right. And they would, I very rarely got called a chicken. Most of the time it was, you're a girl. Like, you should be a man. Uh, I don't remember anyone saying you were calling me a girl. Maybe that was a thing from my generation. Yeah. I mean, I'm 53, so... Because when you said man up, when you, when we talked about this topic originally, that was the first place that my head went. It was like, oh, man, all those times when I was a teenager when people were trying to get me to do stuff by basically saying, you're a girl if you don't. I've used the term with guys, but it was it's always been... Like our last podcast was about commitment. It's been with guys who are you know, tr- struggling in their relationships and so forth. And I would mm-hmm. say, man up, like, yeah. like you've, you've made this commitment, like okay. you, you've got to abide by it. So yeah. man up. So in a positive way, you're talking about people saying to one another, let me build you up in confidence to do the masculine thing. Yeah. Do, do the thing you're supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. That to me is how I would use the term. I wouldn't say jump off this bridge with me, man up. That's stupid to me. Mm-hmm. Because there are certain things. There were things that I was, as you said, goaded into. There was a big swing thing that went out on the on the water. And if it when it got slippery after people had used it a lot, that you jump up, you'd get up on the platform or on the tree. And if you let go until you arced, it was dangerous. Like you could slam into the ground and there were some rocks down, down there. I mean, you could seriously hurt yourself. And it was scary. You'd mm-hmm. get up there and, and they're like, come on, Todd, come on, Todd. I don't ever remember anyone saying, be a man or don't be a girl. They, they would just say, I guess, don't be a chicken. Or or, or they would affirm me. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe I, I mean, just had really great friends. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like people were doing this to me all the time or that I saw it happen all the time. But when you... Jump off this bridge with me. But there was. There, there were a handful of times where that... Basically, that situation happened. Like, there was that time when we were on Fish River, and we had gotten way ahead. This was a youth group trip, and we had gotten way ahead of any chaperones or anything, and we climbed a tree, and we were trying to get our poor friend who was um, who was pretty overweight. We were trying to get him to climb to the same spot that we had all climbed to and jumped from, and we were, we were he didn't want to, and we started saying, like, come on, be a man. And, I, I mean, I was a jerk. And so were my friends and I didn't say anything, but that was one of those instances where I can vividly remember that being the thing that we were using as a way to get him to do the thing. Gotcha. So now do you think it's appropriate to use the term at all at, at times? I don't know because I feel like that's 
a term that is fairly open to interpretation. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know exactly what you mean in, in the context of it being a positive thing. Like when you would say, have you ever said be a man to somebody in a positive uh, context? Well, it's normally to try to say, hey, the behavior that you're doing or not doing is inappropriate for who you are. Okay. And of course, it's like I remember watching Big Hero 6 one time. Yeah. And one of the characters is like, woman up. You know, because it was this, you know, just the the cool thing in the in the movie, and I laughed, I laughed. But we had to stop the movie because some of the young your younger siblings were like, "We don't get it," and it's like, "Well, she's making reference to the term that a lot of people use, which is man up," and they're like, "We don't get it." So it took like twenty minutes to try to explain the whole thing, <laughs> but it made sense to them afterwards. They're like, yeah. "Oh, okay, that that kind of makes sense mm -hmm. because it's that whole thing of certain behaviors are expected." at certain times. Mm. And I, I, I do think that that's an appropriate thing to be reminded of that. I mean, if, because there... To use that term, though? I don't even know if it necessarily has to be that term, but sometimes but you have the, to be reminded. That's the title of the podcast. Well, right, but sometimes you got to get out of the foxhole, man. Like, let's go. Okay, then let's say... Let's go. Then say that. There's been so many instances that I can remember in my life where I was challenged to do, like, do better, basically. And it all came in the form of the type of thing that I would more so expect to hear in a fight or flight emergency situation or like if you're in a battle, like if right. you're in the military. Right. It was that type of thing. Like, But I don't think do better is synonymous to what we're saying. Because to me, when you say, and I know you don't like the term, you know, be a man or man up, but what we're trying to say is you're not doing what you are supposed to do. Mm. You are supposed to do this thing. So, not jump off a bridge. I'm not saying that it's always going to be used in the correct way. Sure. But there are times when we have to be reminded, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And is it always this this idea of you are lacking the characteristics that are justifiably expected of somebody who is a man? Is that what you're saying by be a man or like man up? Or I, I wouldn't even necessarily say that it's it's to every man. Like, like if I said be a man or man up to one guy and, and the next person over here is doing the exact same thing. I may not think that he has the same exact same culpability. Yeah. Okay. In Samuel, mm -hmm. all right, the book of Samuel, David, before the whole Beth's, go ahead. This is in the Bible. Right. That's a religion called Christianity, everyone. <laughs> be before the whole problem with, uh, what's her name that he, he invited to his room, um, you're talking about the king? Yeah, King oh, David. Um Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Okay, before it says... 100% David's fault, by the way. I, exactly. But it says, in the springtime, when kings go out on campaign in battle, mm -hmm. David stayed back. Yeah. And I remember reading that going, you idiot. Mm -hmm. That was your first problem. That that was That's what set this course for you to do so many dumb things yeah. you set yourself up for dumb things because you weren't doing what you were supposed to do someone really did need to go up to him and say man up or king up whatever you want to say well it's man. you're, no, you're it's, not doing what you're supposed to be doing it's man up is what we're talking about and i you, you said a minute ago that i don't like the phrase and that's right it's because i don't think that that is the best way to express what you're trying to express because it's not just 
fulfill your masculine identity. That's okay. not what it is. Okay. Because there are also better ways to say that. And I've heard them. I've heard them spoken to me directly. Right. And man up is something that I don't think um I don't think it accomplishes the goal that you're trying to accomplish, which is not a bad goal. It's to get this person who is not doing something that's right and maybe they're not fulfilling some responsibility that they or, have. Or by the way, it, it's know. the other way. They're doing something that they definitely shouldn't be doing. It's contradictory to who they are. And I, you're like, I turned to a guy one time and, and I knew him. We weren't really close, but I knew him. Mm-hmm. And I felt I knew him well enough to say this to him because he was being overly flirtatious with a waitress. Mm-hmm. And I said, you've forgotten who you are. And he has not spoken to me since. Oh, wow. Because he was just so mad at me and and for calling him out Mm -hmm. and it wasn't because he was necessarily embarrassed because the company was the appropriate company actually to even say it in front of in fact i was really mad at his best friend who was on the other side of him that he didn't say anything because i got eye contact with him first and basically spoke with my facial expression you should say something Mm -hmm. and he didn't so i'm like all right somebody has to and i did because it was it was escalating but you didn't say man up no no, I didn't. So my point is, if you're going to do that thing, which I've also done before, and y'all might not know this just from listening to the podcast, but I really don't enjoy confrontation, like, at all. Does anyone? Well, some people do. Some people, like, thrive on the Ooh. drama of it. No, seriously. Oh, I know. Some, some seriously, people thrive on that. weird. And, but that doesn't, regardless, I, I'm not shy about, if I feel, especially if it's, like, a spiritual thing, where you feel like, okay... I have a moral responsibility to say something to this person who right. is either making a mistake or about to or or whatever. I've been in situations like that before. I've never once thought about using the phrase man up. Okay. But- and it's not because there's anything wrong with the phrase. It's like, I get it. I understand what you're trying to say. I understand what it means. But there's always a better way to do that. I, I The only time where I can think of, because I was just trying to think, all right, would I ever be comfortable using this phrase in the positive way that we're talking about? The only time where I would ever do that, I think, is if I'm playing a sport with a bunch of other guys and somebody who's talented and who I'm close enough to to where I'd be comfortable giving them criticism in the first place was clearly not trying. And if it was hurting my team, then I would go over and be like, bro, you need to man up. Like, it's time to work. Okay. But that's the only situation where I can think of it. And it's only in the context of a thing that I'm already doing only with other men that involves what's, what's a way of putting this that involves like exerting yourself. And if you're not exerting yourself as hard as I know you can in order to help us win this meaningless game, then I'm going to call you out because it's like you're ruining the whole vibe of what we're doing. But even then it's like the times where I get together with people and we're, we're playing, we're never taking it seriously enough for that to be a thing that I would, think about saying but i'm totally fine with being like yo like you're like i'll give you an example i was playing basketball with the high school youth group uh, a few months ago and because i i really like playing with high schoolers because Mm -hmm. they haven't gotten old enough to like really be able to beat me yet and And they also are athletic enough to where I get a good workout, but I don't feel like a loss of self-esteem because I'm like, man, I'm really not that great at basketball. There's not a lot of them play varsity, do they? No. 
But the one whenever Bingo. whenever the whenever the guys that do play varsity come, I'm always just like, ah, this uh, sucks. my ankle hurts. This I horrible. can't. play. No, no, no. Right. I never don't play. I'm always just like, <laughs> oh, I'm old. That's why I'm I'm clearly not the best player on this team. <laughs> That's why you're draining threes right over me. It's like, yeah, you can take this one. I'll play defense next next one next possession. You can have it. My ankle. <clears throat> but uh, we were playing, and there was one player in particular who was taking everything way too seriously mm-hmm. because I'm actually really proud of the the environment that we've created at the high school youth group at, at the church we work yeah. at because it is very playful and fun and everybody who wants to play can play. You don't have to be good at basketball necessarily. You have to be a little athletic, but there's a... Um, there's a kid who comes who's who's really not very good at basketball at all, but he comes and plays, and it's awesome because when he makes a shot, it's like we won the championship. Nice for the whole team. We're that's, just like carrying him around great. on our shoulders. I love like, that. Yes, I love that, and it's great. And there was one night where somebody was there, and clearly he had brought a whole bunch of baggage with him, emotional baggage, as teenagers do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was a problem, but until it became a problem. And he was taking everything really seriously. He was fouling people really hard. And at one point, he hit me so hard when he was... So I was going up for a shot in the post, which just means close to the basket, by the way. Um, And he body checked me. He just threw his whole body into me to prevent me from taking a shot. Whoa. And I, I was fine. I mean, I was... He knocked the wind out of me a little bit and knocked me over. But I got up and I took his shirt like this and I was like you come over here with me and we walked off the court and everyone else in the court was just like oh no oh no oh no oh no because I don't really <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't going in well I don't do stuff like that very often right. and the other boys were just like oh man like Stefan never does stuff like that and so I walked over with him because he was older he's an upperclassman and I was like whatever your problem is I need you to get over it right now because you can do that to me without hurting me but if you'd done that too, and I pointed out another kid, I was like, if you'd done that to him, we'd be going to the hospital right now, potentially. And he was like, well, I didn't mean to. I was like, I just, be quiet. doesn't matter. I don't want to hear the excuses. You need to get over whatever it is that's making you angry. Stop playing angry. But you couldn't have said man up right there. No, because if I had said that, then it would have required more explanation. You think? Yeah. I mean, a young guy. He's not going to get it. And I had to be specific and explain exactly what I meant. Now, granted, if we're in a situation... So is that the issue that you have with the term? That it just needs more explanation? No, Because you don't know what people are going to be reading from it when they they hear it? Everyone will interpret it differently. Now, this might just be me with crazy philosophy brain. I don't know. But I I think that words matter. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you there. And because they matter, if you're going to have because that's why i mentioned confrontation a minute ago i don't like confronting people like that Mm -hmm. it was my heart was racing the whole time when i was doing that because i was like great i have to say something but i really did have to say something and i don't like confrontation and words matter so if i'm going to confront someone about this type of thing then i don't want to use a phrase that might be misinterpreted i want them to know exactly what i mean okay and if you're a man and if you are capable of being in this situation and manning up, so to speak, to be the person who has to confront the person who's doing the thing that you want them to stop doing or start doing, right? then you should be able to express yourself clearly. And for me personally, that phrase does not do it. 
Okay. I do think that there are going to be those situations where they're even, even just speaking of about time constraints. Oh, yeah. Where if, you're if it, not going to have a great deal of time to explain. And most of the time, it's pretty obvious when people are doing things that they're not supposed to be doing or not doing the thing that, yeah. that, that they should be doing, that a quick way to do it is say, man up. Like, what, you, you should know better. You should know better. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I can see where if expedience was like the primary thing that you're worried about, just making your point and then moving on. Right. Then, then fair enough. That could be an effective way to do Because almost always you're going to need to be able, to be able to explain the situation unless you've had a tremendous amount of training or something like that. Like I, you and I both have a friend who's from uh, retired now, but in the Marines, mm-hmm. a lieutenant colonel. And, and he would say, run to gunfire. Run to gunfire. Well, if you said that in a group of people, they'd be like, what the heck are you talking about? I know like, what that means. Well, but they may not. They yeah. might think that you're psychotic. Ah, like I something see. is definitely wrong with you. Well, you know, but for him to say, be a Marine, we'd be like, well, we weren't Marines. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we don't even know what you're talking about. Or yeah. I, I had a dream one time that I shared with some friends of mine that we were on the top of this hill and we came out of the doors of the building, and ironically, it was the youth center back at St. Ignatius, but it was happened to be on the top of the hill. And we opened up the doors, and we saw down in the valley this huge army that was an, on mass and heading towards us, you know, on horses, and they had all you know all this stuff, and it, it was old timey weapons. This dream sounds awesome. Yeah, well, it was, but the problem was we knew we were going to die. Ah. Like immediately we, we stepped out and it wasn't like we had superpowers or anything like that. We had swords and we're like looking at the masses and we knew, okay, we're going to take out a bunch of them, but we're going to die. Yeah. Like it, it, it's the end. And I just looked at, at all of them and I I drew my sword and I said for valor. Mm -hmm. And I, we, and I went running down the hill and they all drew their swords and went running with me Yeah. there. Once I said that in, and I explained the dream they all were like, man, that's awesome. I didn't have to explain anything when I said for valor. That's not even a word that people use nowadays. Mm-hmm. But it was all understood, and especially with my actions following it. So when I'm saying to someone, man up, mm-hmm. it's even almost like saying, like St. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. Like, you follow my example. Like, you know what you're doing wrong. Exactly. And stop, and stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Okay, that's a fair point. And I could see myself using the phrase in a situation like that. So, But uh, but how often do you hear me use it? I have six sons. How often do I use it? Almost never. Uh, I mean, I can't remember. I, it's not part of my regular rhetoric mm. because I do have the time oftentimes to explain things or to go, hey. Yeah, and look, I, I didn't have a 10-minute a conversation with this poor kid who was just angry. Right. But... I did take a minute, and it's also because I'm like thinking about the ministry. It's like, well, I don't want him to hate me forever, so right. I can't just be like, hey, man up, and then walk away. I do think, though, that it might have even been appropriate, because I know the way that young teenage boys react, that it. I think after what you said, if you had then put the that phrase at the very end, it may not have been necessarily a bad thing. No, and that could have you added... Know, with the emotional baggage. Yeah, it could have you know, added... you got to stop it. <clears throat> man up. Added weight to what I was saying, yeah. for sure. I don't know. It's just, it's not something that's ever really been part of my 
ministerial vocabulary. So it's definitely the idea behind the phrase mm-hmm. man up has been a part of the way that I have difficult conversations with my friends. Yeah. So I guess I get it. It's just that particular phrase. Maybe this is more of a semantic thing. I think and it might be, and it might even be from your own personal experiences, because I will tell you, I do have some friends that overuse it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, enough. Mm-hmm. And and you're as soon as they overuse anything, any phrase, then it loses its weight. Yes. And, and, then, it, and then it becomes comical. Then it's like a meme. You know what it is? It's because, and you know this about me, how contrarian I am. As mm-hmm. soon as somebody overuses something or uses something where I'm like, I can give you 10 reasons why that's a dumb <laughs> thing to say. And as soon as they do it, this is what happens. So they'll use the phrase and they'll do it in a way where I'm just like, that's dumb. And I'm immediately like, I'm never saying that. <laughs> Which makes sense. I get, I get that. I get that. <laughs> it must be on my list in my brain somewhere. Yeah, because then I have, to, uh, I have to reassess myself. It's like, why am I doing this? Or why am I not doing this? And I, I get it. I get it. Man, I don't want to wear that hat because I saw somebody wear it and they look dumb. It was dumb. There you go. Man. Man up. Yeah, let's man up. <laughs> Thanks, or, everyone. Or Okay, but let's... No further explanation. Let's use the proper definition mm-hmm. the full expa- expanded definition and understand that there is a, a way that we should be living there, yes. there is you know when we talk about morality right living that's that's the origin of what that word means right mm-hmm. living there's in every situation yeah sometimes it's like just a small fraction of a of a difference but there's in every situation that I come in, I know when I'm doing the right thing, mm-hmm. at least w- w- what I perceive to be the right thing. Generally speaking. Right. And I know when I'm doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. There's very few times in my life where I have messed up, where I was like, I have no idea what happened. You know, <laughs> where did that come from? It's like, I promise <laughs> that I did not kill that person. <laughs> I, so, I really, really promise. So it's okay when the people have called me out, even though I didn't always receive it well. I didn't yeah. accept it well. You know, you're a jerk. No, but, I suck at that too. But when, when I kind of, you know, when the dust settles... And I look at the situation, and I go, yeah, yeah, you're right. Man, if that's genetic, if you pass that to me, then thank you. Because it's the only reason that I'm not drinking today. Uh, it was which... that ability to, if at first, not really receive criticism, and then later on be able to come back and be like, you know what? The problem here really is me, like yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I, um, I've, I've always felt like I can't really take credit for that, but I'm glad that somebody did the equivalent of telling me man up. Yeah. Yeah, and whatever the words are. I mean, yeah. if even if you don't like the phrase, there are times when unfortunately we all need to be called out. Yeah. And it's that's out of love. And it should be done in gentleness. I mean, there should be a, a kindness behind it. Mm-hmm. Really looking for the good of the other person. Don't have ulterior motives or anything, you know, dumb like that. Or as best like, you like can. Like because you want to do something stupid, like jump off this bridge with me, right. man up. Right. That's that that's dumb. That doesn't make any sense. But the point is that you should be able to both give and receive this idea, if if you can, yeah. of manning up, being a man. Yeah. And this is just with, with men. I mean, it applies to to everybody for sure, but I feel like men generally make more public mistakes than women do. We do. We do. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's a good thing. Yeah. You changed my mind about it a little bit. Okay. All right. I didn't set out to 
to do that, by the way. No, I know, but I I was like ready to super duper disagree, and I don't anymore. I I actually enjoy when you do super duper disagree. <laughs> well, I did fun. it first. It's kind of fun. You're welcome. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> we have the best <laughs> listeners in the world. Continue, please, to like, share, subscribe. And the things. Do all the things. Yes. Thanks so much for listening to Potter Familias. See you all next time.